When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by... Nobody. There's something in the... At the end of the cockpit to trim my leg in the corner. Okay, understood. Okay, so yeah, we think it's uh, just the end of the leg padding. Let us know if it gets any worse or changes, okay? So, Klaus, um, I heard a funny... What what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? <laughs> oh, I'm recording right now? Oh, it's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that's bathing in tequila to attract the locals. A man that's eating fish tacos like it's going out of style and then going out to eat. That man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back. Relax for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Try to grab it with both hands because it's your main squeeze. Colby, a.k.a. the Kildopotamus, back again. Might as well call this show a Justin Bieber song because it's a freaking banger. But I sent you a package. Has it arrived? Can you please check? Yeah, that's it. Right there. Yeah, that's the one. It's my Fairbay. Please park it on up in there as it is. I park it in my Fairbay show, the number one company F1 podcast in the entire world. The merch says it on there. They wouldn't print that on t-shirts and mugs if it wasn't true, would they? We have all the news, opinions, discussions, results, previews, reviews, love triangle, Mexican salsa, dancing, and more. If Klaus wasn't such a stupid idiot and did his job, then I will talk about it with you today, episode 85. <laughs> about to penetrate your ears, but don't be down like a clown, Charlie Brown. The other 84 was sitting back and waiting over there on the number one website on the entire internet that doesn't contain incest porn. 
yet. That website is back into my fairway.com. Better yet, you sexy mother flippers. Look down at that podcast streaming device and give that subscribe and follow button a little slap and tickle. That way you get to be the first in the world to hear my sexy, smooth, soothing sounds two times a week. And who doesn't want to roll around in the slop with the cordopotamus twice a week? I know that's a good time for sure. Socials are there too. I'm parking in my firm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Link in description. Send nudes. Question mark? Who knows? What the hell are we going to talk about today? It is a gigantic, massive show. That's for sure. We're going to talk about the prize money in Formula One. Crofty's Love Files is back, baby. How I can save the Olympics. And we have a little bit of a... Cody's Top 5. Cody's Top 5, number two drivers of the 2021 season so far. Damn, that show is so massive, gorgeous and satisfying. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to my wife. That's how gorgeous and huge it is. If you know what I mean. Hey, my little stud muffins, don't get so tense. You need to relax. Grab the oils and rub it all over your naked body. You need to relax and chill. Light some candles. Oh, be careful. Don't burn yourself. The only burning sensation I want you to feel is that in your loins for the Kultasaurus Rex. More like the Kultasaurus Sex, am I right? Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So, Michael, can I just confirm we can overtake on off the track if we're going around the outside of another car, yeah? No, you can't overtake off the track. Well, that's what Riken has just done. I understand. So, so it's okay? No, it's not okay. But, but it's okay for Riken. No, it's not okay for anyone. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There are many, many confusing things in life. Algebra, the opposite sex, or the first time you saw Heath Williams shirtless in a high school locker room, am I right? But none of that is as confusing as the prize money structure for the constructors in Formula One. No, 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 no. You see, the TV commentary, the media, and the fans, and of course the drivers, all focus on the driver's championship. That's where the prestige and the kudos is given. We celebrate Michael Schumacher's seven world titles, Hamilton's seven titles, Senna's three, Vettel's four, and so on and so forth. We don't celebrate Ferrari's 16, Williams' nine titles, Cooper's two. No, 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 no. Despite being such a team event, the focus is on the individual. It's like the Tour de France. We don't remember or celebrate the teams and all the other riders that get the winners there. We only celebrate the individuals that won, the Lance Armstrongs. So the question remains, would a team rather win a constructor's title or the driver's world championship? If that doesn't sound like a fucking pros and cons, (laughs) I don't know what does. Let's go. Pros and cons, pros and cons. What does that even stand for? Is it prostitutes and convicts? I don't know, but we go on. Look out. Here are the pros and cons. That's exactly right. Prostitutes and convicts. Pros and cons. Let's get through it. At first, I thought it was easy. Very obvious choice. Surely the teams want to win the Constructors' Championship, right? Formula One is an expensive sport. They want to get the cash prize that comes with it. I mean, look at how much merchandise costs alone. They clearly need that money. Otherwise, they wouldn't be charging $160 for a T-shirt. 
But how much do they actually get? How was the prize money allocated and what backwards, batshit, crazy system do they have? Surely the team that finishes first gets the most and the team that finishes last gets the least. Well, right? Right? Wrong. The last breakdown I saw was from 2019. So let's look at the finishing order in the constructors' standings for the 2018 season. It is 10th place was Williams, Toro Rosso 9, Sauber 8, Racing Point 7, McLaren was 6th, Haas were 5th. That's a little blast from the past. Renault was 4th, Red Bull 3rd, Ferrari when they were good. 2nd, Mercedes won it, of course. So just for completing a season in Formula 1 in that year, all the teams received 35 million. Not bad. A nice little participation trophy, if you ask me. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a ribbon. Then there's this little sliding scale payment based on where the teams finished. It was 66 million for first, 56 million for second, 46 million for third. And that kind of makes sense. No issue there. I don't have any problem with it so far. This is where it gets a little bullshitty. The top four then get a Constructors' Championship bonus of $41 million for first and second, $36 million for third, and $33 million for fourth place. Then Mercedes and Rob Bull get a further $35 million each as a bonus, and Williams an extra $10 million. And Ferrari gets $73 million as a long-standing team bonus. So yeah, it's uh, split pretty evenly, yeah? What the fuck was that? It's like they closed their eyes and threw darts at a dartboard to determine who gets what. The team that finishes 10th was paid the 7th most. McLaren finished 6th and got paid the 4th most. So the Constructors' Championship is pretty fucked. But what isn't is the amount of cash teams can get. So, if we look at just the position prize money, then we can see that the difference between first and second place is roughly 10 million in prize money. So the question is, do Red Bull care more about the constructors when they have a chance to get Max a Drivers' World Championship? Or do they really put time, effort and resources into Perez to try and get Red Bull to catch up to Mercedes in this year's constructors? Well, let's look at the impact of the win. Can you guys name all the teams that have won championships or, or can you list... The drivers. The money for the sponsorship and merchandise sales in the Netherlands alone will make up that $10 million difference. If Max can get that driver's championship, Red Bull will look at this as a huge win despite not winning the Constructors' Trophy. They'll make more money from it and bringing down Toto Wolf will give Christian Horner a boner bigger than Big Ben. So, i got to ask you, what do you guys really think? What do you think the teams would actually prefer? I know it's going to be a tight battle for third between McLaren and Ferrari. That's going to be quite exciting. But first and second, I think Red Bull will easily pass up first if they means getting a Drivers' World Championship. Let me know on the socials at Parker and my Ferme on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But now it's time for your stat of the week. I'm a stat man, Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. 
Ooh, somebody stats. Uh, I'm a stat man! Ooh, I am a stat man. Whew. There is a second battle that is closer than the championship battle between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. Oh, and that's the battle between Sebastian Vettel, four-time world champ, and Fernando Alonso, two-time world champ. And that's the overtakes battle. It's the new award that's going to be given by Formula One. Who will get the most overtakes in an F1 season? Well, right now, Seb leads Alonso 102 to 100. Oh, it's super tight. And how's that? For your stat of the week. He's a stat man. Oh, that was a good stat. Yeah, it was yeah. okay. Such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. just need to press the OK button. OK button. I pressed it. You're pressing the pick confirm button. The pick confirm button is the OK button, Brad. Wow. After taking a little time in the US to familiarize himself with the locals, he's back once again to share tales of his love files. It's time for part 22 of Crofter's Love Files. I found myself in the dodgy bar on a dodgy street in a dodgy part of town in Mexico. Waiting a few days before I start getting ready for the Mexican Grand Prix. I was sipping some tequilas in this dimly lit establishment looking to sample some of the local delicacies. And there she was. The senorita I'd been searching for my whole life. She was spinning around and turning like she was Nikita Mazepin. And just like Nikita Mazepin, I was starting to lose all control in my pants. My drink was stiff and now so was I. She looked my way. The look told a story. It was as if she was inviting me to explore her pit entry and rub up against her chicanes while squeezing her DRS zones. She made her way towards me, hips swinging from side to side like she was trying to put some heat in those Pirellis. Trust me, her tyres were warm enough. She signalled to the bar to bring over another two drinks to my table. She slid into the booth seat next to me. Have you been watching me? The woman asked. Well, I'm just admiring some of Mexico's most impressive scenery, I replied. She smiled. Oh, how rude of me. I should introduce myself. My name is Anita. Anita Bendova, she said. Well, that can be arranged. My name is... She cut me off right there. I know who you are. You're David fucking Croft, aren't you? She asked. Damn right, dollface. She bit her bottom lip while looking me up and down and then slowly got up from the booth. She walked towards the back of the club to where the private rooms are. Anita tried to open the door, but it was jammed. I'd love to help Anita bend over, I said. She smiled. I'd love to have you help me bend over. Oh, 
door swung open. She shoved me inside. It was pitch black. And that's when she grabbed me and started kissing me. Oh. Oh. Well, I guess it's lights out. And away we go. we have here. Crofty sampling some of Mexico's finest by the looks of things. Well, will he ever find Will My Finger Do again? Or will it be Dixie Normus? Find out next time on Crofty's Love Files. Whew, Klaus. Klaus, how are you feeling over there? Yeah, yeah, me too, buddy, me too. I am exhausted huge first half done and dusted we covered off the prize money the constructed crofty's love files was back baby but uh hey it's time to stand up stretch the legs out grab a drink come with me for generations people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Oh, huge second half coming up. What are we going to talk about? Well, look, I mean, I just solved the Olympics, so I'm going to mention that a little bit. We've got Caldi's top five number two drivers of the 2021 season so far. But what about the next episode after that? Well, this is why you've got to subscribe and follow. Who knows what I'm going to talk about? We've got to preview the Mexican Grand Prix in that next episode. So get super excited. But uh, without further ado, Klaus, I'm looking over at you. Are you ready? You feeling good? Klaus, you feeling good? Well, why haven't you faded me out yet, Klaus? You need to fade me out. That's it. That's it. Oh, yellow, where you are? Watch, yeah, watch what they bring. Yeah, yeah. I uh, got sprayed with all kinds of. It's gonna be. Safety car. Okay, Kenny, your safety car window is closed. Safety car, Odyssey, and work on your brakes and tires. And there is a lot of debris on the track. I know, because it just happened. I know. Oh, no. My car is full of that. Oh no, we are checking the tire. Okay, well, I'm, I'm with you, don't worry, we're checking. Alright boys and girls, gather around. Uncle Cody's about to talk, we're going to talk the Olympics. No Klaus, no, not limp dicks. <laughs> Klaus is silly man, the Olympics. The event that's on once every four years that we enjoy and love. But we forget the names of those athletes the moment the Olympics are over. I've got no idea. 
I'm not tuning into the sport climbing or handball during the four years they aren't on my TV, but for that two weeks, I get giddy and patriotic as fuck. But it got me thinking, why don't we have racing at the Olympics? Why? Why not? Why isn't there a motorsport com- competition where countries compete? Now, I know that there have been attempts in the past, but they are stupid. See, I go for Daniel Ricciardo, Big Dick Danny Rick. I'm even wearing his shirt right now. Park it in my firmo.com slash merch link in description. I go for him because he's Australian. He's lovable. I go for McLaren because Darren Avocado drives for them. And every time I see him on my screen, I get the tingles in my pants. But with most of the teams based in the UK, Huss based in the US but clearly is Russian, one team in France, two Italian teams, 99% of the world is missed out on, not represented. So why not have an event at the Olympics where we're racing? Now, now, stop it. I know what you're all thinking. Come on, back off. Put the pitchforks, torches away. Come on. I'm a reasonable man. I can talk to you. I can explain. You're saying it costs five trillion squillion dollars to run an F1 team, you idiot. You now want countries to fund teams to go to the Olympics? No, calm down. That's not what I'm saying. You're all stupid. What I'm saying, since cash is king, why don't we have a look at the numbers? Yeah? Can we all agree that sailing is stupid? We've got motors, just strap that on. We don't need sailing. Sailing at the Olympics is is the dumbest thing ever. The sailboats they use in the Olympics, they're all a standard size. Every team needs to, similar to Formula One, you need to follow a lot of the rules, the components, all of that. But they still cost around 30,000 US to 50,000 US dollars. Equestrian racing. Oh my gosh, that is stupid as well. How much does it cost to keep those horses alive? Transport them and so on. Estimated cost for the life of an equestrian horse? 105 to 140,000 US. Then the arenas, the stages, the courses, the the buildings, so many costs. But a competitive go-kart is around 10,000 US. Maybe 20,000. I'm going to add an extra 10 on there. It's far more affordable. The track, well, why not make it a little street circuit in the city, similar to road cycling or triathlons or marathons? There you go, I've solved everything. How would you do it? I don't know, maybe similar to F2 or F3, maybe have a few races, short races over the weekend. Or you could just do, you know, they all qualify like they do in in soccer for the Olympics, for, for the World Cup, have these little qualifying matches, then have a quali, and then just have the big race. One big race, get everyone around it. See, the the thing is, everyone drives. It has its appeal. We all love driving. It's the reason we follow motorsport far more than we follow that Red Bull Air Races. You remember that? How impressive were they? But we didn't know how to pilot a plane. We can't relate to that. But we can sure as shit pretend we are racing a car when we're driving through the back streets home after a day at work. That's why go-karts are perfect. It's, It's racing. They're small, transportable, cheap, require less maintenance than a horse, not much upkeep. Tell me where the issue is. Tell me what your problem is. It's a sport where both men and women can compete. The circuits are already built. Every country can compete. The carts are all the same, so the driver's skill will really be tested. 
that's what it comes down to. What country has the best drivers? You know, not what country can build the best cars, but what country has the best drivers? It will promote the sport as well and make it more accessible over time as more karting tracks and services open up around the world for this. Countries will have bragging rights. They will want to win this. We've got the best drivers here. You know, France, you guys can't drive for shit. Isn't that, won't that be fun to say? Tell me where the problem is. Why hasn't this been done? You, you guys, FIA, listen here. Formula One, you want to bring women to the sport, yeah? You create that stupid-ass W Series that I teed off on last episode. Well, why not be that big, strong, powerful entity and approach the IOC? Approach the International Olympic Committee. Go to them. Talk to them. Uh, yeah, uh, you've got uh, shooting and uh, archery and, and canoeing, kayaking, judo, BMX, skateboarding. I think breakdancing is coming out the next one. You've got all these nice events. Uh, how about driving a car? Tell them how this can be the future of the Olympics. It sure as shit got my nipples stiff just thinking about it all. Even if it's not the Olympics, have a World Cup. Have a world event where this is a thing. It's not that hard. What do you guys think? Should motorsport or racing be part of the Olympics? Should it be an Olympic event or should they have their own World Cup? Let me know. Add Parker to my firm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Oh, Klaus, I'm a little bit sweaty. I'm a little bit sweaty. I've been, I've been fighting the good fight. I want Formula One. I want motorsport to be worldwide. To be at the Olympics. Wouldn't that be cool? You could see your Germans. Bring home the gold. You lazy Germans. Yeah. Come on, Klaus. Go on, Klaus. It's okay, Klaus, because you're still gorgeous as anything. Wearing that latest pimp merch. Where'd you get it from? Parkerdomyfermate.com slash merch. Link in description. Is that where? Woo! Damn, you look good. And you know why I'm creating clothing that makes you look good? You That's why. That's why. We give the people what they want. We gotta give the people what they want. And what they want is those fresh, dope, litty fam designs that just draw the eyes in. I'm wearing my uh, All Gaps Are Small for Big Dick Danny Rick t shirt. You better believe that. Or what about the uh, number one comedy F1 podcast t shirt? You got. They're all available. What, you want some mugs? We got some mugs. You want some hoodies? I got those too. Embroidered Kultipotamus tees? Oh, they're flying. They're flying off the shelf. So you've got to head to parkitinmyfermate.com slash merch. Link in description. What's that, Klaus? They're worried about the shipping. I've told you a hundred times already. How about free shipping worldwide? That's why. I am giving you what you want because what you want is free shipping worldwide. You in India, free shipping for you. Russia, free shipping. Middle of the Atlantic Ocean, free shipping for you. What, you're worried about the sizes? I go up to 5XL. Oh, you better believe I do. But I'm not even going to do that. I'm not going to... I'm, I want you to be comfortable. You can wear your 5XL with your free shipping. But wait, there's more. Klaus, there's more. I'm going to give it to him. You saying no? You're saying we're losing money on this? I don't care. I want my people to look good. So that's why you've got to use Podcast Exclusive 5 when you check out. That'll give you 5% off the total purchase. So now you're not only getting 5% off with your free shipping, but you can look good while doing it. 
Oh my lord. Hey, I've written it down in the description so you can copy and paste that some bitch. That's podcast exclusive five for five percent off your total purchase. Parkingfermate.com slash merch. And why have I done that? That's why. We give the people what they want. Well, well, well. Whew. I'm exhausted after that one, Klaus. It's only time for... Cody's oh. Top 5. Cody's Top 5, number 2. Drivers of 2021 season so far. Klaus, you are awake, and I like it. Whew. All right, so we've got to really determine who are the number 2 drivers out there. Now, for some teams, it's very, very easy. We've got Nikita Mazovin at Haas. He's clearly the number two. Nicholas Latifi behind Mr. Saturday there. Yuki Tsunoda at Alpha Tauri is clearly behind Pierre Gasly. Sergio Perez behind Max. Um, Valtteri Bottas. Daniel Ricciardo, I would say, is the number two driver there. Carlos Sainz behind Charles Leclerc. You want to jerk the Leclerc all night long. Now, some of the other teams, I would say Seb Vettel. Is the number two just because Lawrence Stroll is putting little little boy Stroll, Lancey boy, who's, who's hitting the pit confirm button. It is the okay button, Brad. It is the okay button. Then you're going to have, I would say, Esteban Ocon is the number one driver at Alpine. He just signed the contract. He's got the race win. He's what the team are building around. That's the future. That's how you determine it. Alonso's the number two. And I would say Racing Car Jesus, Antonio Giovinazzi is the number two there behind Kimi, but that one's really a, uh, a toss of the coin. So we're going to have a look now at Cody's Top 5. Top 5 number two drivers of the 2021 season so far. Number five, Sebastian Vettel. Oh, i got to tell you why he's in there. One and a half podiums. That's right. He got the one in Baku, driver of the day there as well. Got half a one in Hungary when... You know, he made it there, but not enough fuel in the car, blah, 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 blah. But he's ahead of Lance Stroll. And you know Lawrence is pumping all that money in there to make his son look good, not for the four-time world champ. So that's why I've got him at number five. At number four. Cody's top five. Cody's top five, number two drivers of the season so far. I'm going to have Valtteri Bottas. Why? He's won a race. He's in great form ever since announcing he's got that multi-year deal. He's going to Alfa Romeo. He's loosey-goosey, baby, and he's looking good. Great form, won a race, and the number two driver on the team that is winning the championship so far. They've won the last four. He's in the top five. No debate about it. Number three. Cody's top five. Cody's top five, number three. I'm going to put Fernando Alonso. Two-time. Two-time. He's outperforming the younger teammate despite being 107 years old. No podium either. And he is by far more consistent. Great defending. We all remember what happened in Hungary. But he's had some great memorable moments. A lot of overtaking. A hundred overtakes on the season so far. Second only behind Vettel, 102. So he's being aggressive. Great defense. Great offense. Just consistency right there. Whereas Ocon's all over the shop. He wins a race. He's outside the top 10. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. Number two. Cody's top five. Oh, the sledgehammer. BDDR, big dick Danny Rick, give a dog a bone. <laughs> He's got one of the biggest bones in the yard. He's won a race. He's hitting that fine form since the break. He's just looking really good, really helping McLaren try and get that third position, and, and they're building something big for the future. 
They are. They're looking really good. Keep those guys together for a while there. That team is just on the up and up every single year. Every single year. I love what they're doing. They're going to become the McLaren of old. I can feel it in my plums. And number one. Cody's top five. Number one, Cody's top five. Number two drivers in the Formula One 2021 season. Is the smooth operator Carlos Sainz. He is consistent. He's been getting those podiums. Ferrari are competitive and challenging again after that disastrous last year. Get him in there with Charles Leclerc. The future's looking really bright there. Two young guys already signed for next year. They're turning that ship around very, very quickly. They have that one down season, one bad year. And because they're going to get all that long-standing team bonus in the offseason, $73 million, they'll be fine. They're going to bounce back really quickly next year, and they're going to do it because the smooth operator's there. He might even be beating Charles Leclerc in points. He's looking really, really good at the moment. I love what they're doing. So we had... Number five, Seb Vettel. Number four, Valtteri Bottas. Number three, Fernando Alonso. Number two, Daniel Ricciardo. Number one, the smooth operator, Carlos Sainz. That was... Cody's top five. Cody's top five. Number two drivers for the Formula 2021 season. What do you guys think? Head over to the socials. Well, you don't know what the socials are. You don't know what the socials are. Hey, voiceover man. Make sure you like the socials. That's it. At Park It In My Forme on yep. Facebook, yep. Twitter, yep. and Instagram. Exactly right. You've got to listen to the voiceover men. I've got a whole team. There's 500 people that work on this podcast. Okay? So head over to the socials at Park It In My Forme, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Let me know. Slide into those DMs. Don't worry. You're not going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'll have my arms wide open. I'll catch you. I'll catch you. Oh, what a show that has been. Klaus, how do you feel? Me too, buddy. I'm exhausted as well, but we're so close to the Mexican Grand Prix. A little triple header, if you don't mind. So, to make sure you're not missing out on any of that, head over to the, to the socials, at Parker by Fermi, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Website's there, Parker by Fermi.com. And of course, subscribe and follow on your podcast listening device. That way, you'll be the first in the world to hear my sexy, smooth, soothed sounds Everybody the Patreon as well. The people donating are the greatest people in the world. Join the Legends Club right now. We have one legend. She's sitting atop on her throne, the Queen Austin. Woo! That's what I like to see. And of course, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.